0: Yeah, I think, like, yeah, or put it, uh, you know, not to just say, like, be adjusted, but I think what you're saying is, like, invest in the faculty, right? Right, right. Like, look for good faculty to do this. And it's okay if you tell me it may not look like Who what welds. you wanted it to look like, but right. don't tell me I didn't weld right. the metal together
1: right If you the right ask way. me to weld you a whale and I weld you a tortoise, okay. We're just, like, talking,
0: and he's like, oh, yeah, I took those, and we were like, oh. Okay, we probably should have like we should have probably prepped you better Oops. before the episode. <laughs> um like so
1: just another week. Another episode of the High Tech Podcast it is. Myself, William Hillingworth, with Josh Swartz. Josh? That's me. You there? Hey guys.
0: Hello. He made I'm it. here. I, I did. I found the episode.
1: Some folks might wonder if we're actually friends. I I don't know. I I think people get it by I mean, now.
0: I'm not I'm not sure they haven't really been paying attention, I think, yeah. if that's the case.
1: <laughs> but but Josh and I have, at this point in the week, it's a Monday night. This is atypical for us. It is. But we've already yeah. been, we, we saw each other Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, yeah. we spent the weekend together. Yes. We're going we to see
0: each other tomorrow night, too.
1: Podcasting tonight and seeing yeah. Batman tomorrow. I think that we're yeah. friends.
0: Yeah, it's been a whole thing. It's, yeah, it's been, you know, it was good. We almost died. Last, over the weekend in case anybody was curious though so, wow um be morbid are the house we were staying in i was pretty sure was gonna blow over yeah it's um, it's what i
1: imagined when the wolf huffed and it puffed and it wanted to blow the house down this this yeah. is what he actually did like
0: except the, like after the wolf took steroids uh, like that's
1: <laughs> after the after the wolf became a gundam and that gundam yes. took steroids yes and yeah it was crazy we were just i
0: made worse by the fact that the windows didn't close no like the whole way it came like right through the windows we were at a we were at a beach house over the
1: weekend just hanging chilling playing some board games doing the fun things and there was crazy winds it was outstanding i was i was watching my phone to be sure that there weren't like emergency alerts like please evacuate yeah (laughs) but we
0: braved all that to make it here
1: to provide you another episode of the high tech podcast yeah. where we actually have a twitter account if you didn't know what? that by now make I sure didn't. to like our posts look for our uh, episode posts every tuesday around 8 9 10 maybe 11 a.m yeah. eastern It
0: depends if will's podcast partner forgets to upload the thing he's supposed to do. You know, more.
1: <laughs> you laugh about it and you joke, but like on the weeks where I don't do it either, because I know how, right? That means we yeah. both forgot, so. Yeah. Every Tuesday, look for our posts there. Sometimes I'll do a little campaign or try and get some more uh, connections, but we really do appreciate if you follow the podcast in that uh, on Twitter and share. Share to friends. We'd love that reach. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out to us, please do so. Inbox at hightechpod.us. That is our email address. If you have sponsorships, we love those. We don't have any, but we'd love one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we're fine with Ideas, that, you know? feedback, or...
0: Yeah. Or an animal picture. If you've been tracking with the high-tech podcast for a little bit now, which could get confusing at times because we're learning. We recorded some episodes out of order, and we're not sure how well we did at making sure continuity for this thing <laughs> stayed strong. But for most episodes, we started a new thing. We asked for a picture. To our wonderful email. So, if you're listening to this episode, I'm gonna ask you for a picture of a pelican. I'm in a beach themed
1: okay, mood. Okay, right all right
0: righty. So, like a picture of a pelican. Like so, it. if you're listening to this episode, hit us up at inbox at high tech pod. Us, not us, like Will said, because that's crazy. um <laughs> And send us a pelican. <laughs> and
1: we only want pelicans, no pelicans. Uh, last oh, but not it. least. We have our website, hightechpod.us, where you can find all us. of our episodes, all of our episode resources, and more specifically, share that. It links people out to all of, you know, uh, Anchor, to Apple, Google. Yeah. Our website is its own resource area. Like, uh, that's a great, easy way to share us to others who mm-hmm. might be interested in our content. So we really would appreciate that. For sure. Josh, I'm pretty stoked. Yes. We have just concluded our first series. Yeah, of season two.
0: Of season two, yeah. I wasn't sure where you were gonna go with that. I was like, (laughs) technically, we've done one other series, right? Yeah. So um, this is the end of a series, end of an era. Really, it's not been an era. It's only been four episodes, so not enough to be an era. But um, a great series. I I don't know about you, but I I was really happy with the way the series came out. Right? Like, there's it, it started as an idea of this. Topic of accelerated learning. I mean, the idea has been around for a while. We didn't invent it. Please don't no, give us ownership of inventing we accelerated learning.
1: Clearly, <laughs> invented this. We, cl- we I don't invented it. Own so that. we. Cou- oh, never mind. Great point. Great point. <laughs> I did yes. nothing. Um, I rescind my statement. Anyway,
0: but we had some great guests uh, who've had a lot of. You know, I don't know. we we'll, I, I think as we'll talk about this right in this episode. um There's been a lot of like themes we've discovered over the three episodes so far. That we've done and i don't know about you but i've just i found it really interesting like this is accelerated learning is a part of my daily work however i may feel about that um and uh (laughs) like so it's just been really interesting to kind of dissect it in a non-work environment right now and kind of like just look at it from our avenue
1: well and even to that point i think that accelerated learning is not um as popular as all types of learning as as education as master's degrees like i can think that I would think that most people would know about an undergraduate degree. Okay, yep. Yeah. Master's degrees, sh- sure. Everyone assumes that every doctorate is a PhD, right? So people yeah. people need a little more information there. There's plenty of different types of doctoral degrees, doctoral programs. But I honestly, until I worked with this stuff, right, I never had heard of anything called accelerated learning. I didn't know that, that – you could do degree completion programs where you get your degree done in, in less time. I didn't know that you could even why you would do a six week course. Like until I started working in the field, right, everything to me was a traditional semester. And maybe yeah. maybe the trimester. I'd heard of the trimester, but it's just a little shorter. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Or like like accelerated win term courses. Like I'd heard of that. Sure. Now I will say I think it's becoming more popular. Right. Um, right. like I, I find more and more people who know about it. And I will say this. I think the thing that we learned in not to like skip ahead but in alex's interview is like some people also don't realize it's called accelerated learning like we're just like talking and he's like oh yeah i took those and we were like oh okay we probably should like we should probably prepped you better Oops. before the episode um like so but like so people don't always think of it that way they're just like oh well i took courses in less weeks i didn't know there was like a term for that right um right and uh, so yeah i thought it was kind of interesting to kind of now i will say this like out of all the people we talked about, obviously one of the people who's had the most experience with it, right, was Justin. Um, So like, let's, let's just jump right into it, right? So for those of you, let's just recap because we know you've forgotten because it's been so long since you listened to the first episode <laughs> it's been of a this rough, intense,
1: a rough month of, of these episodes. Yeah.
0: And a rough, a rough three weeks. I know. Um, So, but like, uh, so we we interviewed a bunch of people, but Justin was one of the first, right? So we we talked to Justin. Now we admitted that Justin's been a longtime friend of yours. I've known Justin through work for quite a long time, and um, would consider him a friend. And it's um, one of those things where like we just haven't gotten a chance to talk with him in a while about this topic specifically. Right? Um, I don't know about you. I just felt like it was like oh, I kind of forgot like how much Justin has been attached to accelerated learning throughout his life. Like
1: yeah, and and that's. That's one of those things like you just take people for granted sometimes. Like, hey, man, you want to come on and talk about this thing? Like, I know we used to, always used to talk about it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's designed maybe two, three hundred of these courses. I don't know. You know, like dozens yeah. at least, 100, 200 he's courses. He's taught them. He's been teaching them for, for eight, whatever we said, you know, almost eight or nine years. He's been teaching yeah.
0: them. I thought you were about to say centuries. I was like, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> old, <He's> like,
1: <laughs> old man Harbin. He's way older. No. Um, um, but yeah no he's been involved in a ton of them yeah it's just it's just really cool to see that come out and then you know i think our conversation was helpful to see um (laughs) the intent the good intent in doing it and what we could accomplish if we did it well that's that's for me some of the cool things about justin's conversation because if we just get stuck in it ourselves you know josh and i we're an echo chamber like we kind of agree on this justin agrees too but I personally haven't taught accelerated I don't you've not taught it yet uh, it's it's definitely something that yeah. is different even when you've taught it because I think that Justin's perspective uh, at one point he was saying like no yeah I think it's hard to get all the learning objectives done in six weeks that are that would be the same for a 14 week course but I made every effort I think my students tried I th- you know I think that most of my students got their worth out of it I'm like yeah that is really encouraging that is optimistic that yeah. that someone could say that because I see a lot of faults with the system. I, I don't oh, think 100%. it's a great system.
0: Now, I will, I just want to, you know, temper that statement with the fact that Justin basically was like, yeah, they, like, just met the learning outcomes. Like, it's not like a, they, like, really <laughs> right. successfully hit those learning outcomes. It was like they were on fire and ran across the bridge, but they got across the bridge. They didn't die. <laughs> um, They didn't die. Like, they were alive. They got across the bridge right before the bridge fell apart. Like, that's essentially kind of, the like, the picture Justin gave. Yeah, I think like at the end of the day, like Justin's perspective in that episode was very helpful in the fact that like we, we started off like let's just be let's be you know, upfront. We started off as kind of a bash fest. Okay. Like let's Yep. It's a reality. And there's a lot of things that I think the three of us brought attention to the fact that um like most of the times this is cramming like a fourteen week course into six to eight weeks or something. Like that's a that's an accelerated we're yeah, familiar with. Yeah. I know Justin was talking about like average is kinda eight. Uh, for accelerated it can be sometimes a little bit different than that but um like there's cramming in there and i think as we see through the rest of the episodes of this series like one of the things that i keep joking about is my hot take is that like we we try these accelerated courses and i don't necessarily think the acceleration is the problem I like, think the problem is that we just think that like we can take this course that was 14 to 16 weeks long and like and just be like well we don't have to change the outcomes right. like it's now eight weeks and, and that's where I think like all of us were kind of talking, that's the biggest hurdle and issue that we feel like this usually has to get around, which is the fact that we have to take all that and say, okay, now in six to eight weeks, you're going to learn it. But then we got in the conversation with Justin, and I thought was really helpful is that, like that undercuts a lot of times the purpose of quicker learning. Like the like the shorter, quicker learning model, which we often refer to as like micro learning, right? And that people make the argument for accelerated learning, but the whole point of micro learning is that you're not cramming <laughs> like ten weeks into these five videos. Yeah, it's about focusing on one to two things at a time within a confined period of time to like to really learn that well in that focused period of time.
1: Micro learning is taking a large skill. And doing a hierarchy of all of the sub-skills that it takes to yes. learn the bigger skill. And and that hierarchy becomes like eight, nine, ten layers deep. And so by the time you've gotten from the big top skill at the top. Big top skill at the top. Wow. You heard it so here first, folks. Like
0: it's really high up there, guys.
1: You know, you go eight, eight nine, 10 things down. Like, that little piece of a skill that you're teaching that's a part of a hundred other little skills that all add up to that top big skill only gets taught for three minutes you know what I mean like that's the idea of micro learning and and that's that's an exaggeration but like at the end of the day you can't do that with accelerated learning because it's still trying to deliver traditional learning in a shorter time frame yeah that's they're, they're different modalities like the end result accelerated learning is take what we norm learn normally and condense the time frame it's it's, it's what yeah. it ends up being it's not what we want it to be or should be yeah. but micro learning is break down all of these things that you could learn into the smallest little skills and then teach them incrementally um and i think that yeah. accelerated learning should take some lessons from micro learning because it might make it oh, 100%. more effective um yeah for sure now as as we think about this though in the, in the bigger strokes like i think that uh Accelerated learning has the benefits that we kind of hear with our our student perspectives. Like Casey's a current student. Alex was like not going to be a student. We hear some benefits of like what it can do for them and their lifestyle. But the thing that we can't necessarily get to in those conversations that I think is important about highlighting with Justin's is accreditation. This is not a hot topic by any means. We kind of just have to talk about it. But I'll tell you, when I worked in higher education... This is one of those things that like every week I dealt with something that had to, at some level, go back to accreditation. Like we had to deliver a certain thing in a course because of accreditation. We had to make sure certain hours were met because of accreditation. We had yeah, to make sure there was 100%. X amount of students. And, and you know, it doesn't mean anything to the students. The students don't care about accreditation. They care that they get an accredited degree, maybe, yeah. if they have a career that cares but otherwise who cares about accreditation josh you me My, and administrators yeah. like the people who have to oh, do 100%. the work
0: yeah and that's why like you hear so like we take from justins right because that was in the conversation with justin we came back to that point which is like in an ideal world where we're not dealing with accreditation we'd say okay we're going to we're going to accelerate this course from 14 to 16 weeks to an 8 week course we're going to like remove two learning goals right because we want to hyper focus on these 3 instead of these 5 goals because now we're accelerating it and even though we're, we're trying to cram some more into space we also want to give space to more focus right? right or break out the skills or the concepts in a different way well when you start talking that way you're like oh that sounds really beautiful until you're like oh yeah but we're also accredited so i can't give you three credits for this course if i just remove these goals bingo from the course right so and this becomes the problem mm-hmm uh and then you get these students who will say like well like i think there should be less content in the course we go well you're paying for an accredited degree and accreditation says we can't give you that accredited degree unless you meet this many hours and you chose to take this many hours in eight weeks um so like this is that's the reality now I will say I think the disconnect sometimes is that I don't think that that picture is clearly given to accelerated students. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So, oh definitely. Like like let's talk about Casey for for a minute, right? So like Casey comes in, we talk with Casey, clearly frustrated. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like and she'd be the first to admit that, right? So like, um but Casey talked about we got into with Casey about the fact that like. When she went into the program, it was kind of advertised to her as like, well, you can get through this degree faster. You can do this. You can still get all this. Uh, Yeah. While you're working, while you're doing this, it'll be very manageable. Right. And then she gets into the experience like, no, that's not what it's like. Like, like if I'm, if I'm being really critical, I think the, it's like a perfect storm with accelerated learning in higher ed, which is that like, it's a model that could work it has its hurdles that we have to get around and we're limited by accreditation and then it's also advertised let's just be honest it's not advertised the way it actually is you ever see those
1: commercials for a coke you know and they're pouring the coke into the glass and there's all those fizzy bubbles and the the close up the, the pan pull out the spin to the side like it just looks so tasty and then you get that coke at a diner and you take a sip and it's a little flat and the taste is yeah. not there. And it's not there. It's like, that's it. You know, like colleges are selling folks that, that marketing commercial, perfect Coca-Cola. And then the students <laughs> take a sip and they know they've been gypped, but they're yes. in a program. At some level, some folks might have the opportunity to be like, dude, I took one of these courses. I'm cutting my losses, whatever, five, six, seven. I, even fifteen thousand dollars, I'm done. I'm not going to keep going because this is ridiculous. But most have some sort of grant program, some work reimbursement, or they they just have really committed to it. They have to get this degree, and they go through with it anyways. Like honestly, if if today people say like the boycott is the method to break down industries and and change our world, like you you couldn't. People won't boycott this. They're, I don't know. Do we need to unionize students to boycott accelerated (laughs) learning?
0: And to a certain extent, right, like to not just paint a whole bad picture, like Casey even admitted that like the rare instructor that she had that really knew what they were doing, knew the course well, made a lot of effort. Casey learned in those courses. Right. And so like translate that back to Justin. Okay, Justin had students who met the learning outcomes. Why? Right. Because Justin cared. Okay. like, let's just be very honest. Justin As much as i bust on him for all the tools he uses um (laughs) justin knows what he's doing as an instructor in accelerated learning he's designed the courses he understands the pace and he's very active with his students he has instructor presence he cares he shows up he cares and but with that instructor they just barely make the outcomes like they make the outcomes but they barely yeah like and so that's but the point is casey's frustration is if we Go to that place is that this is a perfect storm to be difficult but then we also have instructors who don't understand their lms they don't understand the dynamic of this class they've taught this before in traditional manners or they're working professionals who have no idea how to teach this stuff and they're just going off of what's there and then that that combined is where we get this unequal experience for students right like we get this kind of difficult experience in a place because it's a difficult form of learning that really at the end of the day we need somebody who's very attentive to their students we need a course that's designed well to get through it and anything that shorts that slightly falls short of that is going to add to the difficulty of an incredibly hard road that a student has to get across in eight weeks
1: well and and even with like casey's best determination i mean there are weekends she's at my place you know her and my wife are gonna go see a play or something and like besides going to the play, she's got her laptop out working, you know, and I'm like, this is crazy, because I know she's working the rest of the week too, and she's, I think, what was she's only doing one course at a time, she's she's not, yeah she's not even doing two yeah, at a time, it's, and it's, I can tell you
0: some of these institutions want students taking two courses at a time. Right, right.
1: Now, this is where I think, we we, we did a little show notes prep tonight, we're like, hey, are we going to do this way, this way, or are we gonna, how, which way are we going to do this, Josh, and like, I think we are landing in the right way, just like mix match, however this, this, this builds in. A Casey survives, mm-hmm. may even thrive because of a Justin. And Casey's though often get many kinds of teachers that aren't a Justin. And then Alex looks at this all and is like, "Y'all, he's the boycotter. He's nuts. Like he he thinks it's nuts. Like why would you subject yourself to this if there isn't necessarily a guarantee on the other side that it's going to be lucrative, uh, fulfilling, up uplifting." Yeah. But at the same time, it's going to cost him time. He's going to lose time. He's going yeah. to lose money. And it's not going to be fun, helpful, or yeah. you know, critically engaging. Like I love that Alex said, I would love to do like boot camp studies or project-focused studies where I can get my hands into something that I'm trying to learn. And even for two weeks, three weeks, intensively, just do that. He's not afraid to yeah. learn or to put in hard work at all. But the system that exists... Is not there to meet an Alex where he's at.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily. I think I push back. I wouldn't necessarily put Alex in a boycotter mentality. I, yeah, I hope so he would. Like, I want him to. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would have boycott. I think. I think Alex. I put in the category of just like he's looking for an intensive something he can do quickly, and he wants a guarantee. He doesn't want the fluff. He wants a guarantee sure. that um, he can get a. You know, he's at a point in his life where he just he wants a guarantee that he can. You know level up so to speak job wise from where he wants to be right now and like and there's nothing wrong with that um especially at the graduate level like alex is looking at like right, a, right. a post a normal degree, college experience, something but we're talking undergraduate i push back against that vibe because that's a whole nother conversation of why i think the humanities are important but the uh the that that piece but i will say this what we heard in alex's like needs is exactly what people argue of why they're doing accelerated learning, right? Right. So, like, Alex makes an argument that, like, well, I need something that I can get done quickly that I can do while I'm doing work, like, because I can't just stop working, right? And I need to get done quickly so I don't have massive loans to deal with over years of time um, to deal with in there. Those are driving factors I often hear people argue for accelerated learning. Like, you do this quickly, you don't have to pay a lot you can do it in between your time frame. Now, this is where, I don't think pur- people are being purposely misleading. I just think there's miscommunication in the advertising. Okay. Like, okay. because I think it's kind of like, well, that's what you get with accelerated learning, but what they don't communicate is like, well, I mean, you don't get flexibility because you got like eight weeks to get this done, but you <laughs> get it done quickly, right? And people read, well, you'll get it done in the midst of what you're doing as, well, I can do it whenever I want. Sure and it's like well that's not exactly. So there's these discom- the kind of miscommunications I think often between the way it's advertised and what people read that as. Like
1: what they expect their experience which is to fair be. because most advertisements are a billboard, a flyer, yeah. or even just a even just the word of mouth of you know thoughts from a friend kind of thing. Like it's not the details that are going to prove that it's going to be fun or not. And and fun's not everything, but like effectively easy. I I put those two words together intentionally, right? Easy in the sense of I can do this in my life, my time, my space, but effective in it's gonna train me, it's gonna build me up, it's yeah. gonna challenge me. It making something effectively easy in that way. It's 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 like the uh, the joke, the meme that goes around from every undergraduate student to every undergraduate student. There's a triangle. There are three things at at each tip of the triangle, right? Homework, sleep, and friends. You can have two, but you can't have three. At any time, you're trying to make the decision of like your priorities and stuff like that. Yeah, you you take on an accelerated learning program. You, you got three things you can choose one, and that's the accelerated learning. Yeah, program. that's like, basically it's, the thing. It's it. Yeah,
0: and yeah, that's that's all you get, and that's what we hear from Casey's perspective, right? That like she had to cut things to make it happen, yeah, like to a certain extent, yeah, um, and uh yeah, so like I, I it's very just very interesting to hear those perspectives because like. Casey shared a lot of those similar desires that she had when she going into the program. Um I think her frustration is she's finding this isn't nearly as flexible as I was told it would be. Um also she's frustrated because in her context the instructors don't know how to set up canvas. Um, I I think it's a carnal (laughs)
1: sin. I think it's like literally Okay. Metaphorically just the most painful I just I have no nice words for an accelerated course, which is already a tight timeline, and you can't get the course opened the weekend before it starts or a week before it starts. That I've she's told me of courses that start a day, two, and three days into the first week of class. That that oh, she yeah. doesn't have access to the Canvas materials, therefore the syllabus, therefore her which assignments. Is an, it's an online course. Like this is straight flip crazy. the switch. It's not. It, we yeah. all know there's a button you press somewhere to launch it, and that means that people. Faculty, instructional support services, all of the above are not ready to deliver that kind of accelerated program. Yeah. If you can't be consistent with that, I get it. If somebody's sick, if somebody has an emergency, that happens. But the stuff that she's told me about is is just ignorance. People don't know how. like,
0: Like, yeah. Like stuff is gonna happen. Like I've been in those situations where like a section had to be scheduled last second, right, to like get something up and running <laughs> no, for students. No, that and never like the happens. Team can only, yeah, it never happens. But I will say this: I also know that I literally work in a field that does this, and we have the courses ready at minimum as long as there's nothing holding it up thirty days before the course starts. Like right. so, like it's unacceptable for. A week and a half to be into it and they've lost that week and a half and now and the course is like barely to be
1: fair to everybody else and even to you know kind of pump you and your team up like you're a shoestring team you know you've really grown you've got a lot more folks today than you did when i worked there yeah i know that i I have a lot
0: of people but you're still you're still
1: not dozens you're not you're not even a dozen right like you are a an efficient team that's figured out systems that make sure that is how you delivered teaching and learning and yeah, I think i'm not saying that, you have
0: to deliver 30 days no so you no know. no but don't my, complain to me when you're like i barely was able to get it together by <laughs> day five after the course started
1: my point was that <laughs> if you if your team can do it with limited resources or more smaller even though you're growing that even a small shop with one or two folks should be able to help and deliver these things because it comes down yeah. to the system it is the system that drives the delivery of these courses and if the system's in place it's going to work yeah, absolutely. Ish.
0: So, ish. Maybe. <laughs> um. So, like, that's kind of where we've where we've went over the last three weeks. Right. There's, you know, that's a, kind of an overview. Obviously, we missed a few things. We missed some jokes we made about Justin. Um. But, uh, <laughs> the, the overall, like, right, like, so, like, what will what would what do, what would be our takeaways right so like we've we've been talking about this now for three weeks right yeah. there's a lot to digest here but i think there's some stuff that you and i have talked about over the the time of prepping in this series that we felt like has kind of come out so um, because i'm the one who's starting the transition i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot first but you can do like one takeaway and then i'll do do a takeaway that way it's you okay. know
1: yeah it's so nice to be you know. the one that transitions isn't it
0: yeah, you know, you take ownership of it first. You get to be like, "Hey, it's your job now to give us something." Now you can answer. I'm expecting something incredibly profound. Oh,
1: wow. So, just Thank you. Yeah. I hope it makes the the, the website page or the episode page. <laughs> um, for me, the encouraging thing, number 1 takeaway is the dichotomy, okay? This polarity. Ooh, big words. Of, Ooh, more big words. <laughs> of the good and the bad in this, right? Justin can, can make it work, can fi- have students, can, he can stand there, and yet I, I don't like the, the system. And so what I hope the takeaway would be that is if you're going to consider accelerated learning programs, you're going to accept the um, necessary limitations, but make sure your faculty are Justin's. You do have the choice program coordinator who's teaching in your program and oh, that yeah, is 100%. incredibly important because the person who's teaching in your program has to be responsive, has to care, and has to be an expert, you know, in their in their subject matter, but in at least the tools you give them to deliver that learning. They don't they don't need to be a tech wizard. They don't need to be Josh and I, right? They just need to be someone who can use Canvas effectively if that's their learning management system. So, yeah. That's my number one takeaway. You know, invest in your faculty if you're creating these accelerated learning Mm. programs. Pick the best of the best for your tech purpose, for your um, personality purpose, because if you throw in somebody, I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this to be mean at all. If you throw in somebody who's not prepared, who's not ready, who's not good at doing it, it's not going to be a good experience for anyone. The teacher yeah. won't enjoy it. The students won't enjoy the teacher. The grades will be lower because the whole practice, the whole thing will be guffed. Like, like, consider the actual real classroom, right? When students and teachers don't get along in those classes, the grades don't usually go well either, right? So there's something oh, to yeah, the man. fact of having good community, having good relationships between the te- the, the teacher and learner that supports that long term. So number one takeaway for me, be a Justin not a not Justin, not an anti Justin. <laughs> not
0: not a, not a not Justin. Yeah, I think like yeah, or put it the uh, you know not to just say like be a Justin, but I think what you're saying is like invest in the faculty, right? Right. right. Like look for good faculty to do this, and I, and I would add some addend like some some notes into that okay. one if I can steal your one. I have my Bring own it. one I'm gonna use here in a second, That's but I would, right. you got me thinking here for a second. So, um, like to invest in the faculty, like it's like do what you're talking about, find the right people please don't find the right people at the last possible second. Okay. (laughs) Like I've, I've worked with programs before where it's like, they find the instructor for the course, like weeks before the course starts. I know you can't always control that, but like, or like this instructor starts literally two days before the course starts, like give them time to be onboarded if they have not done this before. And I would also say this, it's not just a personal plug because will and I work in these fields. It's not because of this, but it's like, leverage the people like a will and i or the departments that do this and let them do what they do best in this area to help onboard your faculty um i i maybe it's just because of the situation i'm in like my my own circumstances right now but the amount of times i've had people go like well we need more help and then we try to help and we're basically told to be like, yeah, but you're not right. Like, and that's like, <laughs> I'm just to be blunt. Like Will yeah. and I work in these tech areas. We know what online courses look like. We've built them. We have teams that know what it look like them. Let us help you onboard your faculty well, because we've committed our, our work to understanding how these courses function.
1: Hey, you know, th- th- this is to me the metaphor of that experience that we've, bo- I've had it. You've, you just said you've had it, right? Yeah. This is the metaphor in my opinion. Hey, welder, can you come weld something for me? Sure, here's a draft. This is how I'd weld it. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. I'm sorry. What? I, I'm i the welder. Like, I literally yeah. am the guy. And It's okay if you tell me it may not look like
0: what welds. you wanted it to look like, but right. don't tell me I didn't weld right. the metal together. If the you rain. ask
1: <laughs> me to weld you a whale and I weld you a tortoise, okay. But I still did yeah. the welding. But, you know, th- that metaphor starts to break down, yeah, I think, a little it bit. It breaks but down it's still a little bit. Point I, think, that...
0: I think the whole point is that, like, we've joked about this, like, your person's teaching a tank course. We don't understand tanks the way you do. That's absolutely right. But I understand how to break out the information that you have about tanks right. and how it looks online. And I also know how the technology that you'd like to leverage to help instruct your students works. Yep. Let me help you in that area. And I think that's that's just my piece. If you're gonna invest in your faculty, allow some breathing room for the technologists of the world, the design, instructional designers of the world to come in and help you do things in a way that we know from study and research works online. Right. And that's that's all we're at. <laughs> study,
1: research, and experience. We've been through yes, there through the, uh, we've been there through yeah, the courses so. that failed and didn't go well. And we've we've had to help the faculty who failed and we've had to help change the faculty in week three because something happened like josh and i if we tell you we're just representing. really we're
0: getting really specific here but i think this is just helpful if we tell you something is not going to work in your accelerated course it is not because we want to poop on your idea it is because we've seen something like that not work before yeah, and we're just trying to help the student have a better experience in the course because we know that one little trip up when you're running at a thousand miles an hour is gonna kill someone. Yeah, so it's like, catastrophe. Yeah, absolutely. It's and that's why we're we're just trying to avoid that. So anyway, I think uh, to that my my takeaway. Let's just let's yep. consider this takeaway too. Bring it your in. Takeaway was fantastic, so I'm gonna leave that at number one. My takeaway, second takeaway um, would be to hone in on the most important things. And focus on those and accelerated courses, mm-hmm. right? Like, so like again, I think it was an interesting takeaway when Justin was talking, right? Is that like Justin shared this where like he used to design courses, and I know I've seen him um, that had like a ton of activities, yeah, yeah. And to hear him to say like I overloaded students, like that that was way too much. Like I should have focused on three to four to five important things each week, and like and narrowed down to that. And so like, while we can blame accreditation, we, we can take those hours that we're required to have students do and try to focus in on the most important things that get them to the, the, the shortest bar of the learning goals. I know that that sounds horrible, yeah. but listen, it's eight weeks. You're not going to get them to achieve yeah. the, the beautiful every element you want of the goals. It's just not going to happen. So how can we focus in on those most important things and get there? It, I think that's one of one of my my other takeaways.
1: I I see that principle come across as like let's do three things well instead of thirty things poorly, right? Whatever the Absolutely. whatever the ratio is, but you're right, dude. Like, and that I've seen that apply to the traditional semesters, like the whole oh one hundred percent, yeah. The fifteen and sixteen week courses sometimes get so packed full of things, like. Oh my gosh! When I've I've seen some psych courses like Intro to Psych, and you just look at the breadth of information that they're trying to introduce them to in Psych 101. I get that's the purpose. It it is intended yeah. to be like a cursory. It's be an overview.
0: overview, yeah, cursory overview.
1: But like, I think we can do psychology and like the history last fifty years and current methodology. Like that should be a three p- three parter there, and and some of these textbooks have. 45 chapters and and these teachers yeah. will assign 30 of them <laughs> in a traditional semester that's a lot in a, in an eight-week course that'd kill me you can't read it and and yeah. I honestly I don't want to moralize this too much I, I think that that's very dangerous I think that education's a, a good thing morally but it, like the way we approach it doesn't have to be a good and a bad thing I think that there's more effective ways and less effective oh yeah 100 <laughs> But I get really close to moralizing it when a company, an institution, sells a course that says you're going to get X, Y, Z. And then when you take the course, you get most of X, a dash of Y, barely any Z. Like, that to me is, is some... that's some highway robbery you're doing some bait and switch on these people like you're telling them they're going to come out of this course and they're going to understand how to do something and then they get in it and it's so packed full of crap that they can't learn something at all or effectively I, i that's one of my biggest just outside of accelerated learning that's one of my biggest issues with education is we're stealing from students we are stealing from students putting them in debt all this kind of stuff and not delivering on our side of the bargain. So, with with Josh's positive affirmation here, right? Just focus on the important things. Get it down to uh, what they need yeah. to know.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. All
1: right. So, so um, we all think all good things come in threes, right? So, we need a third takeaway, don't we? Yeah, we need a third. We need a third takeaway. That's exactly um, it. I, we do. I, I I think that one of the things that that stands out to me in the fact of doing this three part. Uh, interview process and then us doing this debrief is that Justin represents the ideal, right? He's the ideal teacher. He's the ideal designer. He's, he's done it so much. Just uh, Casey represents kind of the uh, expected student, right? She, she, she committed, she's in, she's going to complete it, but she hates it (laughs) all the way through. (laughs) And Alex shows us that That reason, why not? Like the person that's not going to try it because eh, it's it's not really all that worth it for him. I think that in Alex, we see the opportunity for takeaway number three. And that is to make sure your market offer matches with your product. It's a little bit of what I was like just harping on. But if you're going to put something out there and say, you're going to get a 30 credit degree in two years, it's going to be effective. It's going to be on time. You need to follow through. You you, you, you oh, can't yeah. just say that and then let your program go willy-nilly. You know, it really oh, has 100%. to come back and deliver on that 30-credit degree, teach them something legitimate, and then you can, you know, hook when it comes to marketing, hook them in for another certificate, hook them in for a PhD. You know you want to yeah. get them to stay on your, your campus, that's fine. But get them through the one program and make sure that program is what it says it's going yeah. to be.
0: I think takeaway three would be us speaking to okay we've been maybe talking to some of the instructors we have been talking to the students it's time for you administrators and the high tech podcast to have a little sit down okay have a little <laughs> conversation and the reality of it is that like we need to start communicating these things honestly right. okay because at the end of the day if we're not i think it's an integrity issue i think it's a problem like we, we need to be clear and the reality of it is these accelerated courses are not going to be easy they're going to be difficult and you need to clearly lay that information out and and lay the expectations out for the student like this is what you're going to have to lose for the next two years like this is this is (laughs) what you're gonna have to deal with well like this is what you're you're not going to see your significant other as much like and like it's there's there's realities to taking these accelerated courses and i think a lot of the reason students are frustrated is because we're not in some cases the courses are not delivering on what they're supposed to be delivering on, right okay for sure in some cases it is just because it's hard to learn that topic in eight weeks okay it's hard in case i was curious it's hard to learn greek in eight weeks okay so surprise like that's hard okay um in other cases it's that the students didn't weren't given the right expectations ahead of time right. and they get into the course and they're like whoa this is not what i was expecting
1: I mean, and let's like let's if, like, let's just put it here for a second, right? If I <laughs> pipe dream, if I was accepted to Harvard, I am expecting it to be difficult. Yeah, but there it is. If I get into Harvard, Harvard,
0: hear it up right now. You should give Will free uh, education. Yeah,
1: because this is how that's gonna happen. I. Yeah, well, they're obviously listening. You get to <laughs> literally like give my eulogy if that happens. Yeah, I don't know. I can I can't offer I don't I don't have children that's to give offer horrible, you. That's horrible. That's a weird dark to thing you, to give but me, like, but that's a little weird. I bequeath you my eulogy giving if that ever comes to to happen that you got me into Harvard. <laughs> but anyways, if 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 I go to Harvard and it's hard, you don't hear me as a student complaining about Harvard being hard. I, I know it's hard. I expect it to be hard. That's the point. Yeah. But but if I go if I go to your uh, you know, accelerated learning program that's really cheap, really effective, really online, really going to grab my attention, so easy to get done. And then it's annoying the entire process through, right? Like, it's, set them up for success, set the right expectation. And frankly, then, if they expect it to be moderately too severely difficult, their expectations will be met. They'll come through on the other side with the, I don't know, the, the, the satisfaction of completing it. And you might actually get a word of mouth referral. If they go through and they you say easy easy easy, and even if they do complete it and it's super super hard, they're never gonna refer someone else to do it unless they know that person's yeah. a glutton for punishment, right? Like it's bad marketing to put out the wrong message on the front end and expect on the back end to get a referral from somebody who's completed it. It's not going to yeah. work in your favor.
0: And be honest with stuff like if you're saying it can be completed in two years, but you know to complete it in two years they have to take two courses at a time, like tell them that. Be clear about that because how many students do we hear? Like even Casey mentioned this. It's taking right. her a little longer to finish she's, than she expected. Another semester or two. And, or and that's because she's had to like move courses or drop courses to do certain things. And like, and I don't know if that was clearly told to Casey beforehand. Right. I, I, I'm i not sure that was clearly communicated yep. that that was going to be. It seems like it's obvious, but students don't think about that stuff. Like they don't, they don't think about the number of courses they're taking in a time. Like they don't, they don't think about that. They just hear two years. I should be done. Yeah right so like i think that's that's my my push in there so i like this i think like you know third takeaway um you know be honest about what the program's like Deliver. emphasize what you got i feel like that sounds super simple but we seem to have a problem with that so <laughs> um can i can i add a, a, a just a one addendum take away four and then we'll be done i okay? love round
1: I, I love even numbers so please
0: okay good because i um it's real simple it's you know two words be consistent Okay? That's all. That's my last takeaway. Okay? If I think everything we've learned through this, talking to Justin, especially talking to Justin and Casey, it's when we build these accelerated programs and course to course, they're not consistent. They don't have the same kind of experience for students. It's very difficult for students to keep moving from one course to the next over quick paces, and the course is different. Obviously, certain content's going to be different, so it's going to create a different course. But if like the amount of content that's in each week is not consistent across courses. That's a problem. Right. Or like you have residency for a course or like live meetings that they're required to come to. Like Casey was talking about on zoom that are like not the same weeks. (laughs) They're just, they're like not the same times or days. Like I know that you feel like creating that builds a cookie cutter program or like it's like oh it's just like you know we have systemized it and there's no heart to it it's like no we're building an environment that makes sense right i'm not building a house that goes to a door that just goes outside to my yard from the third level and i fall to the ground and die okay that's i'm building a house that makes sense and i think being consistent is going to help that experience i like i like the i
1: like the house metaphor because i think it fits with our other takeaways right if you build the right house you need to invite the right instructor into the house, right? Like Oh yeah. That's the th- that's the host that's going to make the most of the party. If you put a Justin as host of the party, boom. You put somebody who sits in the <laughs> sits in the the corner recliner by themselves oh, and yeah. just you know mutters all night like the party's going to suck so build the right house well, that's... welcome
0: to my house where's the bathroom i don't know actually um, uh, um, i think it's i don't think i have bathroom? one of those. i'm not even sure we have one of those you know you figure it out exactly. you're an adult yeah. yeah how did that how did that work
1: out yeah that <laughs> that sounds like most of the accelerated courses i've taken so yeah, I love that. I really think that that's a that's an an effective way to think about it and even just process on your own end, on your if you're an instructional support team or if you're a program coordinator, if you're helping those kinds of people, how can you build the right house so that the teacher, the instructor can come in and use it the most effectively? That's that's it. That's it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is it as well. So,
0: that is the accelerated series folks thank you for joining and sticking with us if you just popped in for this episode go listen to the first three don't just listen to us we have a lot of lame things to say you should go talk to the listen to the people who have real stuff to say for the first 3 episodes so um on our next episode we are leaving a series and we're just going back to the good old times we're going to be talking about adobe rush as our tool and talking about talking cuz we do that on the high tech podcast what? Sometimes. I know it's crazy we're going to be talking about the amount of time people should be talking within courses and education and some of that stuff so i won't get into super ton of details because we haven't carefully thought about what that topic's going to be yet so we'll <laughs> give you more details next week we've had some time to think about it so just a reminder check us out on twitter at the high tech podcast uh you can also email us at inbox at high tech pod dot us remember that pelican picture and then uh check out our website high tech pod dot us
1: or dot us
0: us nope not or it's not us uh where each episode is and we provide tons of resources thank you again for joining us as another week, as we continue to learn what it looks like to harness technology and even harness different forms of learning in the classroom right um and uh we're just excited you can join us again for another week see ya
1: see ya